Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Today is D-Day. We're going to talk about that. And uh, as little knowledge as I have about some things in history, we're going to talk about it because it's of interest to me today. And it's also, I hope, of interest to you. Not for the past, but what for the past is teaching us in the future. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you. We praise you, the great I am. And Father, we also make a plea for your help. For such a time as this are surely the days, these are the days that try men's souls, but you, O oh God, are forever on your throne. Let us never lose sight of that. We pray for your guidance. We pray for your protection. I pray, Father, that you will grant to us wisdom, discernment, As truths are revealed, may we see your justice, which I confess is a scary thing to ask for. But truth and justice are necessary to bring peace to this world and to this nation and to your people. So it is in Jesus' name that I pray for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. The Normandy landings were the landing operations that associated with airborne operations. On Tuesday, January 1944, the Allied invasion of Normandy Operation Overlord during the World War II, codenamed Operation Neptune, and often referred to as D-Day. It was the largest seaborne invasion in history. Sea and air. You know, I, I think I talked about these boats before, but it was a saving invention for this D-Day. They had to have these boats in order to do what they did, and it was an American entrepreneur from New Orleans. His name was Higgins. Andrew J. Higgins. And he designed and produced these boats. And he had a little trouble convincing the uh, government. <laughs> but once he did, it went into big production. And these Higgins boats that are these flat-bottom boats that you can open on the end and you can get a lot of troops in these boats. They were very instrumental on that day in Normandy. Higgins became, it says, synonymous with the landing craft. Soldiers and Marines did not come ashore in LCVPs, 
there were transported to the fight in Higgins boats. So all those pictures that you see of them coming out of those boats, those are the Higgins boats. They held, he held a patent on these boats and some other inventions that he had, amphibious landing crafts, until his death in 1952. I also want to share with you the prayer that President Franklin D. Roosevelt shared with the nation that day on June 6, 1944. Now, don't don't accuse me of patting old Roosevelt on the back because I am not, but I am going to share this prayer because it is history, and I think that the words, even if we don't trust the man who said them, the words are significant and important. He says, um, Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. Lead them straight and true. Give strength to their arms, stoutness to their hearts, and steadfastness to their faith. They will need thy blessings. Their road will be long and hard, for the enemy is strong. He may hurl back our forces. Success may not come with rushing speed, but we shall return again and again. And we know that by thy grace and by thy righteousness of our cause, our sons will triumphant. Will triumph. They will be sore tried by night and by day without rest until the victory is won. The darkness will be rent by noise and flame. Men's souls will be shaken with the violences of war. For these men are lately drawn from the ways of peace. They fight not for the lust of conquest. They fight to end conquest. They fight to liberate. They fight to let justice arise and tolerance and good will among all thy people. They yearn but for the end of battle, for their return to the haven of home. Some will never return. <clears throat> Embrace these, Father, and receive them, thy heroic servants, into thy kingdom. And for us at home, Fathers, mothers, children's wives, sisters, and brothers of brave men overseas, whose thoughts and war prayers are ever with them, help us, might Almighty God, to rededicate ourselves in renewed faith in Thee in this hour of great sacrifice. Many people have urged that I call the nation into a single day of special prayer, but because the road is long and the desire is great, I ask that our people devote themselves into a continuance of prayer as we rise to each new day. And again, when each day is spent, let words of prayer be on our lips, invoking thy help to our efforts. Give us strength to strengthen in our daily tasks to redouble the contributions we make in the physical and the material support of our armed forces. And let our hearts be stout, 
to wait out the long travail, to bear sorrows that may come, to impart our courage unto our sons, whosoever they may be. And our Lord, give us faith. Give us faith in Thee, faith in our sons, faith in each other, faith in our united crusade. Let not the keenness of our spirit ever be dulled. Let not the impacts of temporary events or temporal matters of but fleeting moments, let not these deter us in our inconquerable purpose, unconquerable purpose. With thy blessing, we shall prevail over the unholy forces of our enemy. Help us to conquer the apostles of creed and racial arrogancies. Lead us to the saving of our country and with our sister nations in the world, unity that will spill, spell our sure peace a peace, invulnerable to the schemings of unworthy men, and a peace that will let all of men live in freedom, reaping the just reward of their honest toil. Thy will be done, Almighty God. Amen. There were words in his prayer that was shared on the radio. If you can envision many who would have been sitting around the radio that day or that evening to listen to the president's prayer for our young men, many did not return. They are called the greatest generation. My father was one who served in World War II, and so was my father-in-law. We honor them. But at the same time, America, we must come to grips with the fact that the war is now here in our own land against such men. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. And thinking of the D-Day, which is today, and the war our fathers, and maybe many of you grandfathers or great-grandfathers, fought. They fought for what they believed in, to be freedom and liberty. They fought against communism. So what were they fighting for? Or what were they fighting against? Communism, world dominance, the aggressions of tyrants and evil men. Is it better to fight over there than right here? But the war, my dearest Americans, is not over there. It is right here. And perhaps you're thinking, now, Beth, Ukraine is being blown to smithereens by Russia. The war is there. But my friends, the war is truly right here in America. We are under attack. And we have been for a long time, but it has escalated in the last, well, since 2016. And those that are in charge right now are doing their very, very best to take this nation down as fast as they can. I have a quote here from Andy Biggs. He's a Republican from Arizona, a representative from Arizona. He said the Biden administration has spent $72 million in taxpayer money to avoid building our southern border wall. 
When I go to the border, pallets of material sit there unused. It's clear that this administration does not care about securing the border. But we know that. They want an open border. They want the enemy to come in to this land. And coming into this land is what they are doing. Now to move on, but still I want you to keep that the war is here in your minds. Please. This is the Liberty Thought of the Week by Paul Hamby. And it is about, he's speaking of our economy. And I don't know how many of you watched any of the news last night. When I say news, I mean talk show hosts. (laughs) Steve Hilton was on a roll last night. He was awesome. And so was Levin. He did great, too. I get a little bit concerned about Trey Gowdy from time to time. (laughs) But the Liberty Thought from Paul, our economy is heading into a recession. Many signs point to a slowdown. The media will soon be broadcasting doom and gloom. Government agencies will quickly reach out to bring more folks under their umbrella to save you from the pain. He says recessions are painful, but normal and necessary for a healthy economy. Recessions are the market's way of correcting mistakes made by privately and pub- made privately and publicly. In a normal healthy recession, resources are reallocated to those who can use them to create jobs. In the 1920 and 21 recession, there was no intervention from the government or the Federal Reserve. And that recession lasted 14 months. And the Roaring Twenties grew out of it. By contrast, the 1930s was the first major attempt at government intervention. The result was a deep depression that only a war was able to turn around. FDR and the Federal Reserve did all the wrong things and caused years of pain. Now, if you got to remember, FDR was truly a socialist. In 2008, George W. Bush, along with the Federal Reserve, started handing out free money, the $600 check. Remember the stimulus money? I hated that word. From George W. Bush was not even a teardrop of the iceberg compared to the bailouts, market interventions, forced failures of Lehman Brothers Bank, takeover of the GM, and trillions of dollars of QE sent around the world to prop up the stock markets the dollar, and the foreign countries. In 2008 to 2021, changed the American economy for a free market to a government mismanaged market. None of us can predict what is coming. But keep your pantry and freezer full, plus extra cash on hand, is good advice during good times and bad times. And as I was reading that, I was thinking of, I I like to every now and then, I and sometimes they just pop up by accident, if you believe in accidents, Milton Freeman, Friedman. And uh, I have a few quotes on inflation from him. And then a quote that I was curious about, and I thought, you know, he's right. Here's an inflation quote. Inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. 
And then he went on, he said, inflation is caused by too much money chasing after too few of goods. The government's solution to a problem is usually as bad as the problem. I, I think I'll add, usually it's worse than the problem. The Great Depression, like other, like most other periods of severe unemployment, was produced, are you ready for this? By government and mismanagement rather than by an inherent instability of the private economy. The government gets in charge and we lose out, my friends. That was me, not him. He also said the industrial progress, mechanical improvement, all of the great wonders of the modern era have meant relatively little to the wealthy. I thought this was interesting. The rich in ancient Greece would have benefited hardly at all from modern plumbing. Running servants replaced running water. Television and radio? Well, the patricians, the patricians of Rome could only, could enjoy the leading musicians and actors in their home and could have the leader, leading actors as domestic retainers. Ready to wear clothing and supermarkets, all these and many other modern developments would have added very little to their lives. He's talking about the rich and the famous of Rome. The great achievements of Western capitalism have redounded primarily to the benefit of the ordinary person. These achievements have made available to the masses conveniences and amenities that were previously the exclusive prerogative of the rich and the powerful. Now I want you to stop and think. What is going on right now today? Their reasoning for you to have to pay a high price at the pump to fill your car up with the gas is to go buy a Tesla. Go buy an electric car. Well, they can do that because they have the money to do that. But they don't really need you because they can pay for deliveries. They don't even go do their own grocery shopping. And they use your money for vacations, my friends. We're talking about the politicians. And they deduct their parties. And then this one was very curious to me. Because I had long thought it was a pretty good quote from President Kennedy. You remember, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country? Well, now let's think about it. According to Friedman, he says, Neither half of that statement expresses a relation between the citizen and his government that is worthy of the ideals of free men in a free society. What your country can do for you implies that the government is the patron, the citizen is the ward. That's democratic. That is democracy, my friends. But he says, what you can do for your country assumes that the government is the master, and the citizen is the servant. I found that extremely interesting. And as we are looking at D-Day today, what are we thinking? Are we thinking about our grandfathers, our fathers, great-grandfathers, whatever the case may be, uncles, 
that fought in that war. Thinking about the old movies of World War II. Is it better to fight there than over here? Than right here? But the war again, my dearest friends, it's not over there. It is right here. The war is here, America. I have an article, very interesting. <laughs> He's so smart. Like I said, this is the only time I really got giddy with a uh, a guest. Not that I haven't had many guests. I had Chuck, Chuck Woolery one time on. We talked about <laughs> resetting Congress. But anyway, Victor Davis Hanson has written an article, The Sovietation, Sovietization of American Life. And I thought he made some great points in here, and I wanted to share them. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Anna. We'll be right back. So, I have in my hand a couple of different articles from Newsmax, and then I'm going to get with with the deep stuff there with uh, Victor Davis Hanson. But an ABC poll, you know, you love the polls, right? Vast majority of people will be voting on inflation and gas prices in the midterms. What? You mean they're not going to vote about the climate change and the LGBTQ and all that good stuff that's going around the woke group? They're not going to vote about that. No. What is the old expression? It's the economy, stupid. I know. You're not supposed to call people stupid. But some people just plain are. And um, this one I thought was fascinating. Now, (laughs) Boris Johnson has been a disappointment. You remember when he had COVID and then he decided everybody shouldn't be fat. And then he went on this and the man can't comb his hair. Well, they're having a uh, a vote of no confidence against him in their conservative party there. But you've got to remember, kind of if, if you go back and listen to Friday's show, when we had Daniel on for that one segment there, it's in the second segment of the show if you want to go back. You can go back to any of my shows if you go to csctalkradio.com. They are all archived there as podcasts. And uh, he was saying, remember, you know, I, I respect the queen and blah, blah, blah. But remember, she is an ancestor of the king <laughs> that was putting the hurt on our colonists here in America back in the day. Hired armies to come and fight against us. Incited wars with the Indians against the colonists. Blew up our ammo storages. But anyway, Boris Boris uh, Johnson, I started to say Yelton. <laughs> Boris Johnson is in trouble. He's not been a good conservative. And they're a little upset with him. So, I have two articles here that I found very, very interesting. They're both really lengthy. 
There's no way I can share the articles by reading them to you. They are both from American Greatness, amgreatness.com. Very simple. AM stands for America, greatness.com. Dennis Prager is uh, the main man on there. That they've got all kinds of writers, and one of them is Victor Davis Hanson, and this one on this other one is Austin Roos. We'll try to get to his. But the Sovietization of America life. He says, behind all disasters, there looms an ideology, a creed that ignores cause and effect in the real world without a shred of concern for the damage done to those outside the nomenclature. He always has words I cannot pronounce. The nomenclature. He said, one day historians will look back at the period beginning with the COVID lockdowns of spring 2020 through the midterm elections of 2022 to understand how America, for over two years, lost its collective mind and turned into something unrecognizable, un- and anti-ethical to its founding principles. Now, I think that is something that would be a good exercise for you to write down what are these founding principles people keep talking about. And I have the quote from... Uh, Thomas Jefferson on the founding principles, on how to restore a republic once it has been corrupted. Sovietization is perhaps the most, the best diagnosis. It refers to the subordination of policy, expression, popular culture, and even thought to ideological mandates. Ultimately, Such regimentation destroys a state since dogma wars with the defeats of metrocracy, creativity, and freedom. Meritocracy. That's what that's supposed to be. So, he talks about the American commissariate. Experts become psychophanatic. They mortgage their experience and talent to ideology to the point where society itself regresses. In other words, what we have seen with this wokeness and how they have followed ideals and emotions rather than truth and science, real science, not emotional science. Science and biology tells us there's two sexes. Not 70 or 80 or however many they're up to now. Truth in an economy tells us this inflation is not a good thing. Truth wins when truth is allowed to be, I don't know how would you, exercised. He goes on and he says, The law is no longer blind and disinterested, but educates, it educates indictments, prosecution, verdict, punishment on the ideology, ideology, excuse me, of the accused. Eric Holder, now I want you to stop and remember, Eric Holder 
was held in contempt of Congress, and he smiles. Peter Navarro was held in contempt of Congress and hauled off in cuffs and leg irons. James Clapper and John Brennan lied under oath to Congress and rewarded with television contracts. Roger Stone did the same, and a SWAT team showed up at his house. Andrew McCabe made false statements to federal investigators and was exempt. A set-up, George Papadopoulos, went to prison for a similar charge. And so goes the new American commissariate. Now, I want you to think about that. I had to look up that word. Did you know it came from, it was a, where is, I've got it back here somewhere where I actually looked it up and said what it was. It comes from the Soviet Union back in the day. So, he moves on. He says, the craving of expert, the caving of expertise. And in this particular part of his article, he's talking about the professors and the universities and, and all of those things that are teaching our children nothing. He says the, um, he says, do we remember those stellar economists who swore at a time of Biden's vast government borrowing, increases in the monetary supply, incentivizing uh, the labor and non-participation and supply chain interruptions, that there was no threat of inflation? Do you remember that? Of course, then they said it was just temporary. Were they, they inherits of ideological, modern monetary theory? Did they ignore their own training and experience in the progressive creeds of economy? And what about the Stanford doctors, he said, who signed a groupthink letter attacking their former colleague, Dr. Atlas, Dr. Scott Atlas, because he questioned Dr. Fauci. And how about, he says, the 50 retired intelligence experts who swore that Hunter Biden's laptop was a genuine it was, it was not genuine. It was likely a Russian disinformation. None of them have been held accountable for what they have done. He says, or how about the 1,000 medical professionals who claimed violating quarantine and protecting protective quarter protocols for Black Lives Matter demonstrations was vital for the mental health of the protesters? What about it, America? What about justice? That was something that, at the very end of Steve Hilton's show, they were talking about justice with Sarah, Sarah Carter. Unfortunately, she didn't think we'd see justice. America, the war is here. You better put on the full armor of God and get busy. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. I am Elmer Heinrich, president of the company that sells Immuno 150, the most complete nutritional product on the market. This product contains nine exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, 70 minerals, COQ10, flaxseed, and much more. The 70 minerals are the key. Immuno 150 has what your body needs, especially the 70 minerals, because you have probably never consumed more than 20 minerals in your life. Place your order for Immuno 150 and include a supply for your children and grandchildren because they need 70 minerals as badly as you do. My wife and I have taken Immuno 150 for many years. I am 88 years old, she is 79, and we're both in perfect health. No aches, no pains, nothing. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is $49.95 and can be ordered on our website, immuno150.com, or by calling 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. Like thousands of others, you won't believe the results. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, Get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 
888-668-6168. Or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's show. It has gone so fast. I have so much more I want to share with you. Commiserate, it was actually a government department of the Soviet Union back in 1946. So let's, let's move on. In this article of, um, Victor Davis Hansen, he also talks about the caving of the expertise. And we already kind of explained that. He goes, the career advancement, cowardice, and membership in the club. And he talks about the ultimate trajectory of a woke military and what happened there. We know what happened there. It was a fatal disgrace in Afghanistan. Ideologues in uniform kept claiming that the humiliating skedaddle was an ideological success and that the misguided bombs that killed innocents were called a righteous strike. Afghanistan all, all summer of 2021 was to be Joe Biden's successful model of a graduated withdrawal in time for the 20th anniversary of the commemoration of 20, I'm sorry, of 9-11, until it suddenly wasn't. He goes on and explains about what happened with the George Floyd and how they were okay with the burning and the looting and the taking of it, of things out of the stores, and they called it reparation. He says the university's abandonment of test stores, test scores, he said replaced by community service and race and gender and sexuality criterias, has simply glorified, I'm sorry, clarified the bankruptcy of the entire higher education industry. Reparations, he talks about that. In the last five years, he said, American Sovietization has descended into reparations representation due to prior collective culpability of whites, heterosexuals, and males, and marginalized, self-defined groups of victims must now be over-represented in admissions hiring, and visibility in popular culture. He goes on and on in this this article. Consequences of failing up. We are starting to see the final demenon with missing baby formula, epidemics of shootings and hate crimes, train robbings, reminiscent of the Wild West, he says, in Los Angeles. Tombstone-esque shoot-up Saturday nights in Chicago. Spiking electric rates of brownouts. $7 a gallon gas and diesel fuel. Unaffordable and scarce meat. And entire industries from air travel to home construction that simply no longer work. Buttigieg was put in place to do nothing, and that's what he does best. He was put there to do nothing and to let this Infrastructure, let our, uh, supply chain fail. Why would they do that, Beth? Why would they do that? Well, it's intentional, America. 
for them to do that. He goes on, he says, behind all the disasters, which is how we started out, behind all the disasters, there looms an ideology, a creed that ignores cause and effects in the real world without a shred of concern for the damage done to those outside the nomenclature off in the norm. <laughs> and the other article we will not have time for, but I'll just give you my wide synopsis. The myth of the boomer boogeyman. He says they were the first enthusiastic consumers of it all, but they did not invent any of it. So where the boomers are getting blamed for pornography, they're getting blamed for a lot of things in this world, they're not the ones who did it. Neil Young, remember what a undignified man he was being on on uh, um, on Spotify? Well, guess what? He wasn't a boomer. said, maybe there is a unique boomer from a sincerity, and maybe Young has it. But one thing Young is not is a boomer. He was born in 1945. Neil Young belongs to the so-called silent generation. I should have looked up all these dates. He said, boomer is an epitaph for anything one does not like about the 60s. In other words, boomer now has practically no meaning whatsoever, assuming it ever did. Well, I thought boomers, you know, go back to that song in the day when we were young, (laughs) when our fathers came back from the war and gave our mothers so much love, and then we were born. But he goes on, he talks about Hugh Hefner and some of these others that they weren't boomers, And he also mentioned, which I thought was interesting, he says he is a boomer. He says, and I voted for Reagan. But I have no memory of voting for him in order to impose my bills on future generations. I voted for him to kill the Soviet Union, which he did. To cut taxes, which he did. And to reduce the size of government, which he did not. Caldwell argues Reagan made an unspoken bargain that would have the Great Society entitlement programs in exchange for lower taxes and increased defense spending that drove up the deficit and the debt and massively increased the size of federal government. He he said he was going to get rid of the Department of Education, but he did not. So going back, we can't blame the boomers. But I'm going to tell you what. The war is here. Is it better to fight over there than it is over here? Sure, it would be, except the war is here. Going over there isn't helping it here. I think we've done decades and decades of that. Because the war is here is the reason they want to disarm Americans. Because you see you, me, We the people are their enemies. Today's fight should not be a battle of bombs or mass destruction. It should be you, America, standing up for freedom, liberty, justice, standing up for God and righteousness. Looking at our Pledge of Allegiance, 
do these words mean anything to you? And I'm not scolding you. I'm trying to encourage you and call you to action. And me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic, not the democracy. And to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God. Do we stand as one nation under God? We do not. The Democrat Party says God has no place here. Obama said we were never a Christian nation. They're changing history and they're changing language and they're putting lies into your head. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Today we do not have justice for all. Do we? Hillary will not be held accountable. Or will she? Sarah Carter said the accountability would be at the polls, election polls, when the American people make sure she cannot run, make sure every Democrat is voted out that they possibly can, and then hold those Republicans accountable. That's me adding that to bring America home. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey. Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to LovingLiberty.net. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org